us. We. Grisham. Grisham. Very much. Very much. No. No. Not. Not. He. He. Because. Avyatam. Avyatam. Unmanifest. Bhagavata. Bhagavata. Of you. The supreme personality of Godhead. Kalina. By time. Aspishta. Untouched. Bartmanaha. Whose way? Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada. The fortunate demigod said, O oh, great one, just see this darkness, which you know very well, and which is causing us anxieties. Because the influence of time cannot touch you, there is nothing unmanifest before you. I say, and you can repeat. The fortunate demigod said, O oh, great one, just see this darkness, which you know very well, and which is causing us anxieties, because of the influence of time cannot touch you. There is nothing unmanifest before you. Purport. Brahma is addressed herein as Vibhu and as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He is the Supreme Personality of Godhead's incarnation of the mode of passion in the material world. He is non-different in the representative sense from the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and therefore the influence of time cannot affect him. The influence of time which manifests as past, <coughs> present, and future, cannot touch higher personalities like Brahma and other demigods. Sometimes demigods and great sages who have attained such perfection are called trikalagya. So the verse again. The fortunate demigod said, O oh, great one, just see this darkness, which you know very well, and which is causing us anxieties. Because the influence of time cannot touch you, there is nothing unmanifest before you. Om Gyantamarindasya Gyanajana Shalakaya Chakshur Unmilitam Jena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobishtam Shtapitam Jena Bhutaleshwayam Rupakadamayam Dadanti Swapadam Hey, Krishna Karuna Sendutina Bandu Jagatpate, Go Pesha Gopeka Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute, Tapta Kanchan Go Rangay Radha Brindavaneshwari, Brisha Panustute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye. Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nitan on the Shidwaita Gadarshana Sadi Gor Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Bancha Kapa Tarubhyas Cha, Kripa Sindhu Bhyeva Cha, Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha. So, <coughs> what's going on here? 
the demigods are wondering, Lord Brahma, did you pay the bill? It's dark. It's darkness is causing us great anxiety. So what's going on? Uh, the fortunate demigods said, oh, great one. Uh, just see this darkness, which you know very well and which is causing us anxieties. Uh, it's an interesting point that Prabhupada makes. Um, in this verse, the demigods are approaching Lord Brahma. Uh, they, this, they're calling him, uh, referring to him as Vibhu. Vibhu. Uh, as if he's the supreme personality of Godhead. They're acting like he is, they're treating him like that. You're not affected by time. You know everything that's going on, past, present, future, blah, blah, blah. So uh, we know, uh, in fact, that Lord Brahma is not the supreme personality of Godhead. So why are the demigods treating him like that? Are, uh, are they mistaken? The fact is, they're treating him as the direct representative of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. It's like Prabhupada points out, um, uh, when uh, England was occupying India, uh, the king sent the viceroy. Uh, the viceroy is in charge of India. Uh, and effectively, in India, the viceroy is the king because he is the direct representative of the king, you see? In other words, his mindset was exactly that of the king. You know, the king had told him, you go to India and you rule this way, you see? So as the direct dedicated representative of the king, the viceroy is the king for all intents and purposes. <clears throat> you don't go around the viceroy to the king. You deal with the viceroy, you see. If he's a bona fide viceroy, then you're better off dealing with him. So uh, this is a very important point. Uh, how does Krishna manifest? How does Krishna get here? Now, some people, oh, well, he just kind of appeared. Well, Krishna comes. He can appear if he wants to. Krishna comes through the disciplic succession. You deal directly with Krishna through the spiritual master. If you have a bona fide spiritual mm -hmm. master, then you deal directly with Krishna through the spiritual master. This goes through uh, the disciplic succession. It's like when we make an offering, you see, we don't offer directly to Krishna. We don't offer directly to Gornitai. Uh, when you do the arti, you learned when you, you just started doing arti not too long ago. Where do you start? Start with your guru. You start with your guru. Then you go through the param guru, you see? Then you work up until you get to Krishna, you see? Uh, does this mean you don't have any access to Srila Prabhupada or you don't have any access to Gornitai directly or any access to uh, Krishna? No. But it means that you treat uh, the, the disciplic succession, uh, the uh, parampara, you treat it as if you're dealing directly with Krishna. 
Similarly, all of you, when you become initiated, you become extensions and part of this uh, disciplic succession. You see? You are also part of it. So this mercy, this energy of Krishna is coming from Krishna through the disciplic succession, through guru to you. It hits you. And now you are also empowered to the point that you can accept it. You see? To the point that we can accept the empowerment. Uh, it's there. It, the, the empowerment is there. It's ready to go. It's ready to work through you. But it may take us a long time to figure this out. How does this work? Uh, because I can't get over the conviction that I am my body. Well, I'm just a fallen... And that works in the beginning when you come, oh, I'm so fallen, I'm so unfortunate. I can't do this and I can't do that because I'm so fallen. Well, who am I talking about when I'm uh, saying I'm fallen? I'm talking about my consciousness. My consciousness is muddied uh, and unclear. Uh, we learn from study of the Vedas that the uh, living entity, the soul, the jivatma, cannot become contaminated. It's pure always. But it can become confused, you see? And you start to misidentify who and what you are. I am my body. I am a human being. Therefore, I have just imposed on myself all of the limitations that come with this particular body. You see? So this self-realization is to realize I am part and parcel of Krishna. What does that mean? I actually am part and parcel of Krishna. I am part of his external or his uh, marginal energy. You see? Marginal because although I'm the same DNA as he is, I have this weakness that when I become uh, in contact with the material energy, it can confuse me. And I can start to believe that I am where I am and I am who I think I am. I start to believe it. And uh, with such conviction that it is, it takes miracles practically to get me off of this thinking. You see, I need to connect with some very much higher force to get me off of this conviction that I am this body. Uh, you would think that by now we would have uh, graduated from that. Why do we keep repeating this fact? Why is this the, the, the core of what we, uh, what we preach to people and ourselves? Because we're holding on. We're conditioned. It's so hard for us to let go of that thinking that I uh, am this body. It's so difficult, you see. It seems easy, doesn't it? We can sit here and intellectually talk it out and we can agree. Yeah, I know, I'm, you're right, I'm not my body. Yippee, what a, what a glorious realization I just had. And as soon as I walk out that door, I'll start to deal with myself and the world as if I am my body and they're their bodies. 
I start thinking in terms of this body. Uh, so not, maybe not 100% for the devotees, but many things, many of your reflexes, your knee-jerk reactions will be on the bodily platform, you see. If we can transcend this, this thinking, and if we can start to deal with one another as parts and parcels of Krishna, if we can see each other as empowered, how are you empowered? You've come in contact with Krishna's devotees as extensions of the uh, parampara, this potency, it's like uh, it's like the wires in the wall. Maybe not today, not today, but typically <laughs> in a perfect world, the wires in the wall are bringing the same electricity that comes from the power plant, you see. So that's you. You get it from your guru, who got it from his guru, and his guru, all the way back to uh, the source, Krishna. You get it. But you have to realize that you have it. It's accessible to you. It's available to you. And it may take us some time to figure out what to do with it. And, and, and how much is there? How much should I depend on this potency that's coming from Krishna? You see, it takes us some time. Longer for some and some others, maybe not so long. You start to figure it out. And we become an extension of the parampara. We become an, ex an extension, you see. And we start to speak it to others. I have understood so much. My guru and my param guru, Srila Prabhupada and uh, Shastra, and the assembled devotees, the sadhus, they have taught me so much. And so now I'm giving it to you. I have become an extension of Krishna through this succession. Does this make any sense? You see? So the demigods are approaching Lord Brahma, knowing this. You are like the viceroy. You are the representative of Krishna. As far as we're concerned, you're Krishna. Now we know you're not Krishna. But we can speak to you as if you are Krishna. We're recognizing uh, this potency that you, that you carry with you. You see? The potency is there. Our difficulty is to learn how to uh, realize it. How to become aware of it. To the degree that we can let go of the concept that I am my body, I can realize that I am part and parcel of Krishna. Because if I'm not one thing, then I have to be something else, right? If I can convince myself that I am not my body, then to that, de to that degree that I'm successful at doing that, I can convince myself that I'm an eternal servant of Krishna. You see? So how do we do that? What's the process? It's me that I'm trying to convince. I've got to get over myself thinking that I am this body. How do I do that? You go out and perform 
the instructions given you by that manifest potency of Godhead, Guru. The guru says, you do this, you do that, you should do that. And you... So then you go and you do this. And then you feel, oh, hey, there's some empowerment here because results come. Now you can either think, hey, look what I just did. Well, I'm amazing, aren't I? I'm even amazing myself. Well, I've... Or we can think, well, no, I've become empowered. I've become an extension of Krishna through the parampara from guru to me. I have been plugged into this, you see. Now, I'm part of this energy too. You see, not that, oh, look what I'm doing. No, I've become empowered. You see, uh, Krishna is using you as, your rep as his representative. You should be this way too, you see. You should be empowering those that you encounter. The power is coming through uh, disciplic succession to you. Now you give it. You empower others. You see what I mean? You have to wake them up. You're not your body. And you have to repeat it over and over and over to infinitum. You know, you just, we have to do that because we have a tendency through our um, uh, conviction. We're convinced, you see. But by doing this uh, bhakti yoga, Special, the special potency comes through spreading this movement, spreading Lord Chaitanya's movement. You see, since uh, in, in, in this Gaudiya Vaishnava branch of the parampara, uh, what is the mission? Save the world. Mm -hmm. Lord Chaitanya says, I want them all. Let's get out of here. This is Kali Yuga. You know, we don't have a lot of time. The lights are going out in, <laughs> in this place. We're running out of time, you see. So for billions of years, I've seen all of you here in this world suffering. So now I'm coming. Krishna and Radha joined together, Lord Chaitanya. Now I'm here. Let's go. It's checkout time. Let's get out of here. You see, it's getting worse. It's getting more and more difficult uh, to realize Krishna. So this is Lord Chaitanya's mission. So uh, as Gaudiya Vaishnavas, that's what we do. This is what we do. We spread this movement. It's not that we make some beautiful uh, temple somewhere out in the middle of nowhere so that we can all enjoy, you know? That's not Lord Chaitanya's mood. <clears throat> we do this, we spread this movement by Krishna Kata. Krishna Kata is delivered from you, from your speaking, it delivered from a book. You can give someone a book, you see? Uh, kirtan, Sankirtan. We want to spread the chanting of, a, of the holy names. We want to give people Guru, 
sadhu, sastra. You see, we need to give the gifts that have come to us. So that's our, uh, that makes you the direct representative of Lord Chaitanya. When all of your uh, activities are Chaitanya Leela, your Leela is Chaitanya Leela. You see, you're performing the activities of Lord Chaitanya. If you're performing, and if you have that extreme desire to perform uh, the activities of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, do you think he will not empower you to do so? We've already agreed that's his desire. He wants to free everyone. He wants everyone to become devotee. See? So all of us are direct uh, deputized, legally notarized, deputized uh, assistants of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you see? And the empowerment is there uh, as much as you would like to accept, as much as you want to grab hold of, you see? There's no gun to your head. You don't have to become uh, the best representative of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But many of you will want to. You'll be want to become the best, the very best. Most of you, actually. I'm seeing it already. Uh, so I'm going to pause now and ask if there are any questions or comments. Anyone? You look like you're, there you go. I knew there was one. I could see it coming. Yeah. <laughs> to what degree do we um, take advantage of the Always discussing how, like the guru gives an instruction, and then um, you get to learn the mood of the guru, and then you go out and you you execute that that mission. But to what degree do you continue to um, repeatedly, like, or what frequency do you acquire? As much as you feel you need. If your motivation is is uh, in line with bhakti yoga. In other words, my motivation, why am I going to do an activity? Or why am I going to do a project? Well, it's bhakti yoga. I'm doing it in service of Guru and Krishna. You see? If I'm wanting to do this for some um, self-motivation, I want to do this because this will help me in my career. Well, then that's the consciousness of the rest of the world. That's why people do things. I, I'll, go to, I'll go back to school and I'll get some degree and that'll help me make more money or get more power or more recognition, buy a better car, better house, join a better country club. So that's being part of the rat race, you know. But if our motivation is to serve Guru and Krishna, then we have a vested interest in learning, what is that? What do they want? So we start to anticipate 
through association with Guru, we start to anticipate what he would want. It's like I've told, uh, uh, spoken before. Uh, sometimes the servants of Srila Prabhupada would learn, they would anticipate, they were so into serving Prabhupada, they would, they would not wait for him to tell them to do something. They knew. They, uh, they would anticipate what he wanted. You see? Um, it's like they could, they could tell by the, when Prabhupada is drinking from his glass, they could, if they're paying attention and wanting to serve the Guru, they could tell by the angle of the glass how much was left in it and whether it needed to be refilled or not. Now, a good servant is there. If Prabhupada finished and he said, could you get me some more water? A good servant would say, sure. But an expert servant could tell, oh, Prabhupada's going to need a refill. You see what I mean? Or, gee was it's chilly in here. Let me get Prabhupada's chatter. You know, he's going to need this. Or he might need this. So this comes from uh, interfacing with Guru and learning. So once we learn the mood, we're operating in a very independent way. You see what I mean? And it's, uh, it's not dependent, my decision-making process is not dependent on what my self-benefit. You see what I mean? What do I get? What do we get out of service to Guru and Krishna? What, what's our return? What? Huh? More service. We get to be able to perform it. That's the joy of it. Serving Krishna is uh, serving Guru. This is that is its own reward. So this is part of the hang-ups that we get is we're not fully convinced to the core that I'm not my body. You see? Because I am motivated, I have some self-motivation in doing this. If I'm convinced that I am spirit soul and part and parcel of Krishna and directly empowered through uh, my guru and parampara to serve Krishna, then I, what is the need of me trying to serve myself and advance my position? I mean, you're part and parcel of the Supreme Godhead. How much more potency do you think you could possibly get? You see what I mean? If you are part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and you have an eternal loving, affectionate relationship with him, how much do you think you can advance from that point? There, there's, where do you go from there? What's better? What's higher? I think I need to go higher when I think I'm uh, this body. You see? And then I start to take this lifetime so seriously in my advancement in my agenda. What's good for me? 
I only think about what's good for me when I'm thinking that I am my body. When I'm thinking and convinced that I am an eternal loving servant of my guru and Krishna, now that changes everything. So, does that make any sense? So, but this is a good question. It's not that the uh, disciple has to go ask permission from the guru every moment. You know? I was thinking about doing this, I was thinking about doing that, I was thinking about, you see. Uh, although we don't want to avoid, you have to use your intelligence. When is a good time? You see, many things the disciple knows. Um, I'll know, I know he'll like this. I know he would like me to do this. I know he would like me to say this. You see? I believe that I know how to be the instrument of the guru. And then you become, after some time, you become convinced. And you know. Now you're in the mood. You see? And that mood is Prabhupada's mood, it's Bhaktisiddhanta's mood, Gokashore Das Babaji, all the way back to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You're in that the mood, you see. And so getting in the mood of the guru gives you independence. Now I don't have to go ask him everything. You see what I mean? I'm in the mood, I know. I know, you see. You're going to have to be in that mood before, or let's say, by the time the guru leaves this world, right? So that's what we're trying to do before the guru leaves. We need to know that mood because you become that. And that's what you give your disciples. And they have to get in your mood, which is Guru's mood, which is Prabhupada's mood, which is Bhakti's mood, all the way back. You get into the mood, you see. Does that make any sense? And that gives spiritual independence. Uh, you operate. Until you get in that, pick up that mood, then you have to inquire more. And sometimes just for conversation, you may inquire. Uh, I remember many times uh, Tamal Krishna Maharaj asked Prabhupada questions. He already knew. He already knew the answer. It's not uncommon for devotees to ask questions. I know the answer. I just want to hear you say it. It's delightful to hear. You see. So, and be a little bold. Sometimes you might make a mistake. You might make a miscalculation. And the guru may say, why did you do that? That was, that was a mistake. So you say, you, you say those magic words. I admit I made a mistake. Five words. You know, I admit I made a mistake. And it's gone. That mistake is gone because I, I know it. 
I goofed up, you see. And so now I've become enlightened. That was a mistake. So what was the right, the right thing would have been to have done this. Okay, I'm on track. We're gonna make mistakes, that's okay. That is okay, you see. If you don't make mistakes, that's okay too, but you will, you will make mistakes, you see. So, does that make any sense? If we're dependently independent. The guru doesn't want you to run or send a text every minute. I was thinking about having uh, cabbage for lunch. What do you think? <laughs> Should cabbage be served on Saturday? <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know uh, any of my guru god brothers that are micromanagers. That's typically not the tendency, you see. Give you the, the direction and then you figure it out. And the more you're in that zone, that mode, the more genius your decisions become. Why? Because you're empowered. It's okay for uh, at this earlier stage to think, yeah, I'm kind of a smart guy, I figured this out. Or you can taste the nectar of feeling, wow, I'm empowered. It's not my power, but I feel empowered. You know, like you see on Facebook, people are saying, feeling blessed. Mm -hmm. uh, my name is John Smith and I'm feeling blessed. That's wonderful. That's sweet. It's cute as anything, isn't it? You know, the devotee should be saying, uh, I'm Chaitanya Leela and I'm feeling empowered. You know, how is the blessing? What is the blessing? The blessing is the empowerment. You see, it's not like, all right, I bless you to not catch a cold or to be happy. What are the different blessings that people are talking about when they say they're blessed, they're feeling, what are they talking about? <clears throat> it's difficult for, for me to figure out what? Hey, uh, a car, a wife? Car, a wife? Fly to see, giant look at Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> say that again. <laughs> car, a wife, a house by the sea. Jai Jagadish Hari. Jai Jagadish Hari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm blessed. I just got my uh, tax return back. My, I don't know why I'm so happy they gave me back my money. Which they've had for a year and they're not paying me any interest. What is with that anyway? People tax return. I just go, yippee. But you overpaid. Well, every year they give me $2,000. No, you overpay $2,000. When you make some adjustment and you'd keep your money and you wouldn't overpay. Well, I don't know. I don't want to go there. 
So yeah, these are, I feel blessed. Okay, that's wonderful. I'm, I, I don't want to sound sour and critical, but the devotee feels blessed because I feel, I'm feeling empowered. Why am I feeling empowered? Why would not Krishna empower you through the disciplic succession? Why would he not? Why is it not available? If you're not in the mood, if you're not in the zone of the mood of Guru and Krishna, then if I empower you, you'll wreak havoc. You know, there's no telling what you'll do with this potency. But if you're aligned with a disciplic succession, uh, now, oh, then here, take this uh, empowerment. Take it. Shine like a star. You know, well, Krishna wants you to uh, to be to have big results. Krishna wants you to taste this pleasure of uh, being empowered. You see, it's it's a, it's a sweetness, and it's there, and you will probably never realize the depths of it in this lifetime. Well, you should. To, to, for the most part. However, the more you realize, the more you realize there is there available to you. You see, you can go, you can take it and write it. And if you surrender to this mood of Guru and Krishna, there's no telling where you can go or what Krishna will do through you. You see? But if you want to do it yourself, on your potency, Okay, go ahead and do that. Good luck with that. Let's see how far you get. You may you may make yourself famous and wealthy and popular and you may get all those things, but you won't get the sweet taste of being empowered. You see? That's why we talk so much about people. You can understand why. Uh, I spend so much time on, on uh, getting people. Don't do it yourself. Don't do this. Don't try these do-it-yourself religions. Don't do your own thing. How are you going to empower yourself? <coughs> Think about it logically. How do you become empowered to be a lawyer? A you have to be given the potency from another lawyer, right? Mm -hmm. uh, how do you become empowered to be an accountant. So how do you become empowered to be a spiritualist? Oh, I don't need anybody's empowerment. That's the one thing I can do all my on my own. That's so unfortunate to think that way, you see. I can understand how we may think that way in, uh, in the junior leagues of uh, spiritualism. But once we learn this process, then we're seeking uh, to be empowered from guru, sadhu, sastra. It's there. You know, Krishna is waiting to flick the switch and let the power flow through you. He wants to give it all to you. We just have to get our mind together.
So, all right. Any more questions? Jai, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Thank you, Guru Dev. Jai Jagadish Hari. <laughs>